Hello, welcome to Academy Days, a podcast of fiction stories for teen girls. I'm your host and author, Judith. Enjoy the story. Academy Days, Episode 14, Rainfall. Carmen Oliver eased her hand out of Hope Sawyer's crinkled grasp and sat back in her chair. For the seventeenth time, she wished Ira would take over the conversation that had gone so... deep. What year is your limousine, Mrs. Sawyer? Ira blurted and stuffed a piece of chocolate into his mouth. He was so helpful in a crisis, really. Mrs. Sawyer smiled. You'll have to ask my chauffeur, she sighed. I suppose I've been creating a sensation driving by the school so often, but something there keeps drawing me back. Like, I'm not quite free of that place yet. She eyed Carmen's wheelchair. I hope you enjoyed the new elevator I'm having installed. I didn't realize any of the students needed one until I saw you going inside one day. Thanks, Carmen smiled. Both old elevators are pretty scary. Edie entered with a tray holding three slices of cake. Cake! Mrs. Sawyer shook out her blanket as if preparing for a picnic. That evening, as Ira unloaded her wheelchair, Carmen stood in the middle of the line of flamingos and thought over Mrs. Sawyer's story. She reached out and patted the nearest head. Okay, Archie, I won't go off and marry some rich guy just to get away from you. But she could still hope a flamingo thief would pass through town. Wow, Ira said, putting the chair down next to her. Your siblings line up to welcome you home, too? Carmen tossed her head. It's more than you can say for Lacey, I'm sure. Ira laughed. Do you need a ride to the door, or are you okay? Carmen headed up the walk. I can make it. She considered asking him in for supper. But as soon as she opened her mouth, she felt like a big pink chunk of living room shag carpet was stuck in her throat and all she could picture was the growing water stain on the living room ceiling. She stopped at the stoop. I can take the chair. You sure? I've got it. Carmen hoisted the chair up onto the stoop. See you tomorrow. I have physical therapy tomorrow, Carmen said. I'm not sure I'll come in afterwards. Oh, oh, okay. See you Monday? Carmen nodded. She waited while he got back into his truck and waved before she opened her front door and lugged the chair inside. "'Is Ira with you?' Mom called from the kitchen. "'Nope.' Carmen sank down onto the couch, pain radiating from her spine, ache pulsed in her hips and knees. "'Supper's almost done,' Mom said. "'I think I got the spices right this time.' Carmen closed her eyes as a soft patter signaled the rain was back. Rain's back, Mom said, continuing to talk from the other room. What a wet week we've had. River's way up. Mrs. Pasquale, from next door, says she has nine buckets in her place. I told her she has us beat. Mom laughed. Tears welled up in Carmen's eyes, and she pressed her hand to her mouth. She took a quick breath 
glad the sound of rain was growing louder, drowning out any sound she might make. Was this what teenage angst felt like? Because even though her joints ached, her heart ached too, and she couldn't quite put her finger on why. No wonder she hadn't been able to offer hope to Mrs. Sawyer. Right now, hope lay beneath too many other things, and Carmen didn't have the energy to dig it out. Carmen startled awake, an explosion of thunder shaking her bed, the windows, the panels that held her home together. Would the seams spring apart? Would the very walls fall out and leave her to lie in the open air? She sat up, tugging the covers up to her chin. Ache spread from her spine into the taut muscles of her back. Her ankles, knees, and hips begged for ease. She laid back down and stared up at the ceiling, waiting for the next crackle and flash of storm. She opened her mouth to call out for her mom, then pressed her lips together. She wasn't five. She wasn't even ten. She was almost eighteen. It was time to grit her teeth and take what life gave her. Mrs. Sawyer might have found escape from the stuffy, hot air of the sewing floor, but Cinderella stories were Cinderella stories for a reason. They only happened to someone else. The rest of the human population read and listened and dreamed. If I make my bed in hell. Carmen jerked at the sudden thought, words from some often-heard verse. God, I didn't say my life was that bad. If I say, surely the darkness will cover me. Carmen blinked. She knew those words, had she read them recently. With all the windows closed against the rain, the air inside the trailer felt thick and darker somehow. She and Mom were two lone things. Even the presence of Mom one room over didn't comfort. The heavy black oozed between them, separated them. Some day, Mom would leave completely like Dad and Nana had. She'd go on, living here with rain dripping inside and out, with floors giving way under her aching body. If I dwell... In the uttermost parts of the sea. That's not funny, God. Carmen scrunched her pillow, gone flat under the weight of her head. I'm dealing with enough water right now without thinking about drowning in an ocean. Ira's face flashed into her mind. He smiled, eyes laughing in the midst of one of their bantering conversations. Her best friend. Carmen gulped as tears slipped from her eyes and down the sides of her face. Here came the ocean. Did Ira consider her his best friend? Would he ever consider her as something more? A sob shook her body, blending into the vibrations of the storm. The thunder boiled, long and loud, tumbling over and over itself. Carmen rolled onto her side and pushed the covers away. Maybe if she sat up, stood up, some of this darkness would fall away, would have no place to tread so heavy on the pumping motion of her heart. She needed air. 
She went to her window and cranked the pane out. Immediately, the screen glittered with moisture in the light of the front door lamp. The night is bright as the day. Psalms. That's where those thoughts were coming from. But why was she thinking them now? Carmen squinted into the black hollow of the yard and street. The homeowners association still hadn't managed to get the township to fix the street lights, to change the weak yellow lamps to something brighter. The cascade of fog made everything bleary gray. How oh God, how can night be day? It's impossible. All of this is impossible. Darkness is as light. Carmen pulled away from the window, her face wet with rain now. There is no light in all of this. I don't care what Mom says. I can't smile either. Your right hand shall hold me. That's a lot to hold in one hand, God. I mean, first you have me, my family, which granted there are only two of us, my home, which, okay, it probably weighs about ten pounds, and my caring for Ira, oh, and my wheelchair, like I said, that's a lot to hold in one hand, God, kind of awkward. Carmen waited, waited for another line of verse to float through her mind, another answer. But all she felt was a question. The exact words weren't there, nothing she could have written down, only the sense of asking, of waiting, for her. Could God really make day out of all this? Her mom's smile, her laughter, who else could have given it? Her Nana's unabated vision of what the trailer could be, who else could have inspired it? Carmen looked down at her hands, free of the juvenile arthritis that attacked so many joints in her body. She flexed her right hand. Even untouched by pain, it wasn't strong enough for everything she needed in life. Okay, God, you can have it. You can have it all. Carry me in your right hand. I don't know how you'll manage it. Go ahead. I will both lay me down in peace and sleep. What? That's it. You just want me to go to bed. Carmen shrugged. Then again, it was three in the morning. Sleeping was kind of the idea at this time of night. She eased back into bed and pulled the covers up. The air coming in the window cooled her face. She closed her eyes. Peace. Someone called her name, over and over, shook her room with thudding footsteps. Carmen! Carmen opened her eyes to hazy dimness and her mother's shadow. What? Carmen, get up! The river, Carmen! It's going to flood the neighborhood! Thank you for listening to another episode of Academy Days. For those of you returning to a school schedule, thank you for still making time for the story. 
Bye.